All right, welcome back, everybody. This is Pomp, and I am here with T Dog. Aloha. And, and Mud. Howdy. You'll remember Mud from our first episode. We like Mud so well, we brought him back as a guest host, a permanent guest host, kind of like Jay Leno when Johnny Carson leaves. Only Johnny Carson is still here, but Mud is in the house. Mud is kind of like host. our honorary buddy Hackett. Buddy Hackett. <laughs> exactly. You love Buddy Hackett, and you can't live without him. Exactly. So we don't have a uh, another <laughs> guest today. We're just got a couple topics that are near and dear to T Dog and Mud's hearts that we're going to discuss today. Um, the first one is going to be karaoke etiquette. T Dog has been chomping at the bit mm. to talk etiquette. Hold me back. <laughs> and then we're going to talk uh, about stacks. If you have, if you don't know what a stack is, you might not, because I think. Mud coined the phrase, but we're going to talk about people's stacks. Did he actually coin the phrase? I've, heard, the I've phrase. heard that phrase no, before. No, have you? All right. I think you should get it. I don't know that I coined it. I think the guy that got mad at me for being in his stack coined it. He might have. <laughs> he might have. So I'll turn it over. I'll introduce myself. My name's Pomp. I've been doing karaoke for uh, for years now. I think since the 90s, the Ooh. late 90s. I don't want to date myself. It's been a while. I've been no one doing wants to bad you. karaoke. No, not even your wife no, wants to date you. She does not. You're a well-seasoned veteran, <laughs> like a nice ripe Thanksgiving turkey. <laughs> <laughs> I've heard that before. <laughs> All right, I'm all turned over. Let uh, T Dog introduce himself. My name is T Dog, and uh, I thought we should talk about karaoke etiquette because uh, when I'm out and about in the karaoke world. A lot of times I find a lot of people that don't have much etiquette, so uh, we want to uh, remedy that, kind of tell them how they should act when they go out on the weekend to do a little karaoke. We don't want to tell them how to act. We're just making suggestions. I like to tell. You want to tell them straight up how to act. All right. We'll just suggest. <laughs> All right, Mud. How about I introduce yourself? Uh, I'm Mud been called other things on this podcast don't believe it though. I, i've called him a few things <laughs> all right well let's get started trav t-dog karaoke etiquette what do you got for us what what uh what's good manners and care we all know good table manners mm-hmm. we know uh you know you start from the outside work going on the silverware all that mm. but in karaoke i wish we were that it, simple and can the not karaoke world simple, no it's, it's not it's not salad fork and then dinner fork. But it, it can be fairly simple. There's nothing to it. You just got to be nice. You got to follow the golden rule. Treat people the way you'd like to be treated God, yourself. That's beautiful. Yes. That's so awesome. you want to clap after everyone sings? What if they suck? Hey, that doesn't matter. It's about sharing the experience. You got to give them some credit for getting up there, getting off their That's true. butts and getting up there and, and maybe facing some fear themselves and getting up there and singing a song. So that's all all what it's about, sharing a group experience. So you want to clap, you want to, you know, show support for people. A lot of people are self-conscious and uh, feel a little bit... Uh, you know, scared when they scared get up. Scared shitless. Yes. <laughs> so you want to want to try and alleviate some of that a little bit. Mud, you always clap for uh, for every act. Absolutely not. <laughs> I thought this was going down the wrong uh, road for a second. He mentioned uh, group exper- experience um, and the clap and the clap. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I mean that's not the kind of clap we were talking about. Oh, okay, okay. 
No, I don't know. I mean, are you going to sit there and pay attention every time somebody sings and clap every time? Some live performing artists don't even get that. You know, I mean, what do you do? Yeah, I, mean, at I don't some know. Point, that you're harsh. You got to order beer. You got to get them to take a, a leak. You got to live your life out there. You, you do. Know? And you really, do. what you're thinking of is your next song anyway, because we're all. You know, we're well, all, I mean, all about so, our next so, song. So all, in my world, we're all self-centered assholes. You can, but you know, I you, get what you're saying. You could pretend like you care. Like you could talk a little trash about them while they're singing, and as they walk by, I give them a high five. <laughs> I don't know that I know anybody that does that. <laughs> that's my that's my go-to move. <laughs> <laughs> I think you do that to everybody. <laughs> I think you've done that to me a couple times. <laughs> All right, but you want to kind of have the illusion of civility a the little illusion, bit. Illusion, I like that. Now yes. I just have the illusion of civility. Yes, you can talk yeah. behind their back, but you got to give them their props, or at least getting up there and trying something. A little something. parade clap, a little. I give any, clap. I give anybody yeah. props for getting up there and trying. So you know, I can get I, behind that. You can't be so uh, so much of a critic that you give shit to everybody. And I admit, sometimes I get to that point. And I will do that, and I have to keep from doing that. So I got to check myself before I wreck myself. Me too. My wife, she is. She gets pissed off, man. If like, <laughs> and a few times I made this mistake. She'll get up there, and I'll start ordering a beer, or go to the bathroom, or or start doing a crossword puzzle, or whatever it is. And she comes back all fired up because she. Like, you weren't even listening. You don't even care. It's over between us. <laughs> well, you got to tell her you're listening with your heart, not your ears. See, I you're need fi- you. You're feeling the rhythm. Yeah. Not, you know. I'm taking it in. I think it, we can all this. live our own lives and still be a little bit attentive and not get so out of line that we're laughing hysterically or causing a ruckus when someone else is trying to sing. That's all. You know what I hate is when I'm up there, like, singing. And I know you got to do this if they have the books where you sign a song, you know, where you look through the books. But I hate when I'm up there singing and someone's standing right next to the DJ picking their song, like going through the book. And I'm like, you're taking you're taking away my thunder here, mm. man. Take it back to your table or something. Is that uh, is that in karaoke etiquette? I think so. I've been, you know, one thing I hate is like uh, you're trying to read the words off the old uh, video screen there. <clears throat> And someone will get right in front of you, right in your way, so you, oh, yeah. so you can't see the words. Big head Todd. You know, they're known, that, they're known as blockers, and a guy has done that to me a few times, and I actually called him out on it in front of the crowd a few times. No way. Yeah, I told him, I told him if you can't figure out who the asshole is in the crowd in the first three minutes, you may be the asshole. Wow. And, of course, he was. <laughs> He was Did a, he get all that? Did I don't know. If he, I don't know if he got it all. <laughs> he was. A, he was. He was a professional blocker. A month earlier, he even cock blocked me. So wow. Yes. He so. takes that blocking. Through he, every does, aspect he does. He does. But life. the only thing that saved me is that I'm an old man, and he didn't want to waste his time on kicking my ass. <laughs> good. Well, That's here's good. here's my thought on that. If you've got a screen in front of you that you're reading the lyrics off of, you're singing the lyrics off of, and somebody's able to walk in front of that, that's just a bad karaoke setup. Yeah. That is true. This is true. That is true. But not every karaoke environment is is uh, optimum. You really uh, have to watch out for that. Sometimes you're in these little tiny uh, 
bars where the karaoke is right there on the floor. There's no stage, and people are milling around, and it gets mm-hmm. crowded in there. You don't have much say in the matter, but uh, that's where that whole uh, concept of civility and uh, kind of, uh, you know, comes in. You want to try and be polite. And you not be the culprit when it comes to that. You should do like a column, like uh, Miss Manners. Only mm. Miss Manners or karaoke people could write to you. <laughs> That'd be all right. Respond. I've got a little spin on this. A little, little opposite insight. What do you got? It's it's like you're sitting someplace, you're drinking beers, and you're carrying on a conversation with your friends, and somebody has their kids at the table next to you, and they ask you, "Could you please?" Please, please quit cursing my sons here. Well, uh, ma'am, we're at a damn bar. We're at a goddamn fucking bar. <laughs> it's the same thing with karaoke etiquette. I mean, you're not going to get too much etiquette from the occasional drunken jerk walking in front of your screen, not giving you the clap, I mean clapping. <laughs> um, you know, the, the fake high five from the guy that hated you as you were saying. <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean fake high five? I get the real high fives. <laughs> I give the fake high five. I'm like, this is the worst act I've ever. This is the worst thing I did. This guy can't sing his way out of a paper bag, and then he comes by. I'm like, hey, you nailed it, man. You nailed that. <laughs> Mud, I hope everyone does the same for me. <laughs> Mud is very hardcore. He has no. Uh, he has no uh, civility. Civility. He has uh, no hope for mankind. <laughs> Once he once he has a few bears in him, it's it's all or nothing. It's it's the survival of the fittest. I, I take Mud's point. You gotta realize where you're at. You're in a drunken bar full of drunk singers. Usually, well, a I do that. You I take it too serious. I, I don't. I mean, I I'm, I know nobody's gonna be kissing my sack just because I do a good version of of Radiohead's Creep, but but That's still. up for debate still. <laughs> I'm saying you don't always have to join the legion of assholes. You can try to be above that. You can try to be uh, better than that. Man, Trav is always trying to better us. Yeah, yeah you can't fault him for that. Yeah. All right, is let's he, talk about... He's looking the, for the good in all of us. Uh, I hope he finds it someday. <laughs> <laughs> let's talk about tipping. Sometimes DJs have a tip jar. There's one at a, a little bar downtown... That I heard once she closes at midnight, you got to pay her 20 bucks to sing after that. That's a big tip. Others have tip jar. Do you guys tip? What's your take on tipping the DJ? I think I may have one time put a used condom in one of the DJ <laughs> ah, tip jars. Why'd yeah. <laughs> <laughs> have to be used, man? <laughs> I mean, I think you should tip if you feel like tipping. I don't think it should be mandatory. I don't think after a certain time in the night they should be able to. Use that as a way to kind of bilk money out of you. You should not bilk money out of you. It's a bilk. You can't weaponize tipping. You shouldn't have. You shouldn't be able to. So and it shouldn't be like you put a ten underneath your little song choice and get get top priority. I think that happens sometimes. Oh, it one hundred percent happens. But it seems like that's against karaoke etiquette to me. It is. Well, sometimes you know, the karaoke DJs are are not out for. You know, the etiquette, they're out for making money, so sometimes, uh, you know, you got to deal with that. But it's one of those things, it's one of those things. I I feel like you tip if you feel like the service is tip-worthy. Otherwise, if you don't want to tip and you don't, 
feel like getting billed chapter hours, then... You just give me a tip of the hat. Don't tip of the hat. <laughs> a wave of the hat and then <laughs> sail on out of there and head out. Sail on. All right. What about... Uh, I know you had talked earlier about people uh, actually ingesting the microphone. What are your thoughts on that? Where's that play into karaoke? Uh, yeah, you got to have some etiquette. Think for the that next... grosses me out. Think for the next guy. You got to think about how many people have been up there before you. So, unless you're bringing your own Lysol wipes with you. That's an idea. I might do that next <laughs> you need, time. You need, to, you need to not ingest the mic. Keep your lips off of the mic itself. You know, it's just a tool, and you got to know how to use that tool ah. to uh, kind of, you know, accomplish the task at hand. Don't put your lips on it. Don't burp into it. Don't oh. fart. Don't fart into it. Oh, don't, pink eye. Don't drop it into the, onto the ground like Eddie Murphy. No, don't do a mic drop. You man. gotta gotta be respectful a little bit. One time I was in there. You ever been like in those rooms? Where the sun's coming through just right, and you can see like the dust floating in the air. And it was one of those situations. And I looked at the guy that crap coming out of his mouth onto the mic. He just spittle and crap shower in the mic. And I'm like, oh god. And you're up next. Yeah, you're next. <laughs> Good luck following that. Well, they say that. I'm sure there's a saying as to how far the regular person's germ spray out of their mouth is. I mean, how many times do you think you suppose we've gotten sick? Being the next singer after the the sick sick person ahead of us, just from karaoke. That's true. I mean, when I get up there, I try to at least rub my tongue on the mic a little bit. <laughs> but no, I mean, I, I I'm sure we've gotten sick from karaoke just because somebody's up there singing karaoke with the influenza or the hiv or something. <laughs> I don't think the mud is scaring mud is scaring me a little bit now. <laughs> He's, mud is not a medical professional, by the way. Do not uh, do not take any of his any things that he says at face value, kids. But I bet the amount of times those mics get wiped down in between shows or during shows is very close to zero. <laughs> <It's> <laughs> not I bet a... there's like a layer of. Of cake Scotta. <laughs> what is <Yeah>. that? <laughs> That's another word for zero. Oh, but okay. it, it does sound like caked upness. Scotta. Yeah, it does. Yeah, so so basically, keep, <laughs> basically keep your lips off the mic. You're going to be helping yourself out as well as helping the next person out. Yeah, and don't shut that mic off. I think this is, still sticks with me. Oh. One time I got up there, most mics don't have an on-off switch. But if you're with the... Yeah, this one did, and the person before me would shut off the mic, and then I get up there to sing, and the mic's off, and it wrecks it. I think your song was half over by the time you figured it out. I think it was. I mean, you can't tell, because I get the same look from the crowd either way. They just kind of look at me like, what's this guy singing? What's he doing? I think I gave you a fake high five that day. <laughs> Possibly. That's the greatest song I've ever heard. I could have gone for a fake high five myself. <laughs> All right, any more on etiquette, Trav, or uh, did we uh, oh, did we milk that cow? No, I think you, you need to just be nice, kind of no loud uh, noise and laughing hysterically when someone's, uh, you know, up there trying to give it a go. Uh, you know, don't swallow the mic. Um, don't turn the mic on and off. Um, Try to clap a little bit for your oh, fellow man. Even if it's a half-hearted golf clap. That's correct. Give it at least a half-hearted golf clap. And uh, 
And that leads us into our next uh, topic, staying out of someone else's stack. Oh, wait, before that, we're doing good luck following that. Good luck. And I have a story for good luck following that. I just got back from New Orleans, and this time we brought the kids, so... We went to uh, the Cat's Meow as a karaoke joint meow. on Bourbon Ooh. Street. I know, and a karaoke DJ named the Cat's Meow. Wow, maybe that's where she got it. Mm. She or he. Anyway, she there's this she. venue on Bourbon Street, Cat's Meow. They got props. They like they live cast it. You can buy the video of yourself. It's pretty like it's pretty good. We went there this time. They were closed. We had the kids, so it wasn't right. But the first time we went there, me and my wife roll in there. And uh, we had a good time for about two hours. Walked down the end of Bourbon Street. Our mistake was it was so fun. We went back in about 11 o'clock at night. So we go in there. There's this guy totally drunk. And uh, he wants to sing some. I put in Sublime. And he's like, I want to sing Sublime too. So let's sing it together. And I said, all right, we'll sing Sublime together. I can't remember the song. And uh, so we were queued up to sing Sublime. He was gone. He was Was wasted. Was it Santeria? It might have been Santeria. It might have been. Yeah, Yeah, it might have been. So... Turns out, all of a sudden, we're sitting at the table. I think some other guy goes up, sings Santeria. It's not me. But this guy's too drunk to know it. So either he thinks it's me or he's just blitzed. And so he comes over all pissed off and he wants to fight. And he's like, oh, you, you didn't call me up. We, we didn't sing Santeria. Oh, the only way to solve this, we have to smash our beers together mm. until the, the, the glasses, there were these big, thick, heavy glasses, until they crush Glass flies everywhere, That's and our scary. hands are bloody. That's his solution. That's the scary. only way to solve, remedy this situation. You're scaring me. Please tell me you did that. I didn't. I was because I had to fly out the next day, and I swear this out. I knew I was getting old. I'm like, man, I'm just picturing myself in the no, plane with a shiner. Old. That means you're smart. I'm, I got a shiner hanging down. A shiner. So, and I was like, no, I don't want to fly back like that. So I told him, no, that's not the only way to handle this. We can just forget about this. I don't know what you're talking about. That was not me singing Santeria. And he won't let it go. And he wants to fight outside. His friends come pull him off. It was a big, awesome. it was a big mess. Yeah, it was a That's scary awesome. time that on Bourbon Street. Yeah, it was fun. And then it took a bad turn because of Santeria. And I don't think I've seen Sublime since then. I think they, well, they scarred you for life. Yeah. I think it'd be a good idea for you to never practice Santeria again. <laughs> yeah, I think so. I think you do get back up on that horse. And you think? I think you need to try it again. Just and do like, a duet with a stranger? Get over that. You need to get over that. And I, I think he was, he was so drunk. I think we would have killed Santorini. I think but, you would have. Yeah, we didn't. You can't let one have. bad experience, you know, quell your enthusiasm for the rest of the time. That's true. If I did that, I would never sing anything. Kenny Rogers would be on the list. Everything. All right. So that's my good luck following that story. So good luck following that one, guys. <laughs> I can't follow that. I can't either. Oh, man, good lord. All right. Let's get on to stacks, Denny. You like to talk stacks. Tell us where the term stacks Yeah, came let's from. take this back to the early history of stacks. I, guess, I suppose you, me, maybe your wife, maybe my wife were at a karaoke bar and no, and a, on a late Thursday night, we thought it would be a good idea to go drinking on a, and singing on a Thursday. Always a great idea when you got to work Friday. Yes, yes, always. And That's good. This gentleman... You don't have asks, to be crisp, you just have to show up. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. This gentleman asks what we're singing. And I told him one of my songs. Yeah, you told him one of your songs, I told him one of mine, and as soon as I mentioned mine, he said, oh, that's in my stack. He proceeds to whip out a two-inch high stack of the little things you write your karaoke song on, and he thumbed through it for a good half hour or so, <laughs> but finally 
before before he was finally able to prove it was one of his songs in his stack, and by that time I think I'd already sang it. Yeah, he did provide <laughs> documentation. That's my favorite part. Was it, it was like, it look, proven? It's right here. Was it actually proven? It I'm like, proven, what song yeah. isn't in that stack? It's two and a half inches high I, of, of paper. I think know? he wrote down every single song that was in the book. <laughs> yeah, you got right in that guy's stack. So we, <laughs> It's a beautiful story. So, <laughs> so I guess I guess the question is 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 it okay to sing somebody else's song if you know they sing it? And uh and I, I think T Dog uh either you're opposed to this or you're against no, it. I like it. If I can kill it and they murder it, I say I'm gonna do it first. If someone else always tries to, to sing uh Creep by Radiohead and they destroy it and I can kill it. I'm gonna kill it first. <laughs> you and I are gonna. That's you're, a violent. You and I are gonna have to have a creep off. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I gotta hear this rendition. The gauntlet. The gauntlet has been set, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> yeah. All right. So I kind of think if you know what someone sings, because if you go to the same place all the time, it's the same people. You know what they sing, and if you start singing their stuff, they're like, "What the hell, man? That's my song." If it's not your general karaoke stuff like if they usually people have one song that's like their song and if you sing it you're kind of an asshole that's my take on it like if you went yeah. in no uh, no survival of the fittest survival you, gotta get, there, the you fittest. gotta get there early sing it first let the audience be the judge you know there might be a lot of amateurs out there trying to sing a song i think they're i think they have it owned no there's nobody owns a song. Nobody man. owns. They nobody don't owns a song. And here, here's the idea. Here's a what might be a good idea behind it. Say this person knows you sing this song when they sing the song, maybe at, at nine o'clock, nine thirty. If you request it later on in the night at maybe ten thirty or eleven, it should be okay. You should not have the DJ's hand. Well, that song had already been sang by somebody. You should be able to sing it and. Prove your worthiness of the song. Mm. Maybe you'll be the bust that night. Mm. Maybe you'll have had too much liquor and you'll just sit there gnawing on the mic or something like that. I feel like if they did that, we would hear just friends in low places over and over and over again, like ten times a night. Well, we'd be drinking pretty solid then. <laughs> That's true. I hate that I song. I like that song. <laughs> I hate it. You hate that song? hate that song. You don't like Garth? No. Well, you don't have to worry about him getting in your stack on well, that I'm one. good. That's yeah, right. I own that one. I like to sing when the thunder rolls. That's all yours. And do that third verse where the lady murders her husband. That's my favorite. <laughs> <laughs> That's a you creepy were in, verse, dude. You were, you were in the songs of violence with the those Gatlin boys did to oh, to Becky. They yeah. messed Becky up, dude. They, they, yeah. they, it's way too <laughs> torn, close to home. Torn breast and shattered lip. I don't know what torn breast. I'm like, you tore her breast. Jeez, that's too much. Violence and karaoke. I don't think I can't think of anything better. Yeah, we gotta we gotta do a, a, an episode on violent karaoke songs. <laughs> <laughs> All right, what else do we got for stacks? Trav, what's in your stack? Your stack is diverse. My, I yeah, my stack is diverse. I like to do old stuff, stuff that nobody you know usually does because I'm sick of that you know rap crap. I'm sick of that. Oh, oh. I'm sick of the old uh, novelty stuff. I'm sick of all that stuff that everybody thinks is going to be cool if they do it, and then they try to do it, and it's not cool. Well, now we're back into etiquette. That's right. right. So I like to do stuff that nobody's heard that much. 
if I can pull it off, then it's on me. If I can't pull it off, then that's on me. It's so, all on you, man. That's if, right. If he hates rap, you and I got to do a night where we dedicate handlebars to him. Mm. Yeah. Well, that's that. I don't know if that's well. That's that's rap. That's kind of different rap. It is different. Rap. I don't know what you'd call it. Yeah. I tried to do a rap song once, man, and I just couldn't do it. I bombed pretty well on the on some. Today was a good day. It was not good. Oh yeah. I thought I could sing because I heard the DJ once sing this. Uh, you get a pool full of liquor, then you dive in it. You know that song? <laughs> yeah. So I thought I could do that one. I stood up there like, what am I doing? Why did I do this? <laughs> yeah, rap is uh, tough. I've been singing some funky favorites in my stack. Lately. Funky, you know, funky favorites. favorites. I don't know what the hell is Hello, Mata. Hello, Mata. You've yeah. been singing yeah. that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Cool. Okay, I'm not going to sing that. You know? No one's ever heard that. Well, people yeah, people Mata. love it. They have that at the at the karaoke uh-huh. bar. Oh yeah, if they dig deep enough, they gotta dig. Mm. Sometimes I have to bring it on. Well, a I mean, if, if I think it's good to have something like that in your stack, so you actually put the karaoke DJ to work. That way, he's just not sitting there drinking long necks all night. That's mm-hmm. right. That's or right. she. All right. Well, we've talked about stacks. We've talked about karaoke etiquette. We've uh, hopefully made the world a little better place. T dog. So that uh, people have etiquette and uh, know how to properly uh, do karaoke with manners. Um, what else we got? Oh, the song challenge. You want to issue the song challenge this week? This is what people, uh, we want them to sing within the next two weeks. Yeah, the song challenge this week. I want you to try some uh, country rock. It might be Leonard Skinner. might be Almond Brothers. It might be a Marshall Tucker Band. I want you to pick a song out of the old uh, country rock genre stack. Give it a go. All right. So it's not a song. It's a style this time. That's right. Uh, Country rock. Who was it? Marshall Tucker, Leonard Skinner. Who else? Uh, Marshall Tucker, Leonard Skinner, Allman Brothers, any of that that stuff. All right. Sing some Skinner, man. Play Free Bird. All right. So hopefully the next time someone jumps up and plays Free Bird, you can ask them if they've listened to the uh, karaoke cast, and we will see you in two weeks. This is Pomp signing off. Uh, this is T-Dog saying aloha. And this is Mud saying sayonara. All right. See you next time on Karaoke Cast.